0: Lock Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon.
1: Good evening, everyone here. This is Julie Brainlady Anderson with you on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. I am really happy to be here. It's such a beautiful morning. Hey, first day of fall, folks. This is, if you're listening in the United States, this is the first day of fall. So, and that is like one of my favorite four seasons of the year. <laughs> Actually, I love fall. We've had a long, hot summer here in Northern California. And so we are, we're welcoming a little bit cooler evenings and a little bit, we had a little bit of rain, which has done us good, um, helped us with those fires just a little bit. So we're just in a great mood this morning. And I am happy too, to be able to have another wonderful dynamic female entrepreneur as a guest on our show today. I just love interviewing powerful women who have made their mark in industry or in business and and get wisdom from them i always benefit from these interviews and what i can apply in my life and in my business so we have another yet another dynamic uh women business owner that i am going to introduce you now her name is melissa kale owner and president of of roi which is a CPA who owned, who began her legacy at ROI 22 years ago as CFO for the company. Because of her accounting background, she has a thorough and extensive knowledge on every aspect of the business and has seen through the financial as seen through the financial lens, which I think is so beneficial. We as women entrepreneurs, we don't always look at it through that lens, right? So she's got some great, great information. I'm sure that she can share. Um, She believes in the go-giver principles in business and enjoys mentoring other managers and owners, whether helping them with their office environments or just lending an ear and advice on many aspects of their business. And our topic today is returning to the workplace. Melissa, welcome to the Women Entrepreneur Show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I just, I, like I said, this is going to be fun for me too, because I don't, I think is most women entrepreneurs don't look through their company with that lens. They think, "Oh, I want to make money so I can give money, so I can do things," but they don't always look at it from from that way. But we're also going to we're going to be talking about not just this position that you're in. But that returning to the office, and we're going to talk about Riki Office Interiors, which is something interesting too. So I'm, I'm assuming that that's another business that you have. So let's just start out and talk about some of your background and about like what led you to your, your roles that we're going to investigate today.
0: Yeah. So um, like you said, I um, started out as a CPA and started out at Riki 22 years ago just as the CFO of the company. And I have a thirst for knowledge and wanting to take charge and I had a wonderful owner at the time who allowed me um, to do that. So I learned more and more about the company about manufacturing and um, sales management and 11 years ago I became the president and sales manager and still the CFO. And then a couple of years ago, um, I knew enough about the business and I bought my partner out. So now um, I'm a certified women-owned business and been here 22 years knowing every aspect of the business from the financial sense to the marketing. Um, and that's kind of how I got here. So just taking charge and making things happen and taking ownership, even though it wasn't my business until it became my business. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I put myself on mute so that I didn't make, cause any background noise and forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so tell me, Melissa, now you started out in an, with that financial vision, you know, understanding the finances from a financial, and then you went from that to the CEO. So what is it, tell us a little bit about ROI, the Reiki, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right, Reiki Office Interiors. You
0: are, you are, Reiki Office Interiors. So... Um, we had started out in business 27 years ago as a used office furniture company. And then um, when I came aboard, um, we started manufacturing our own office furniture. And we're, all, we, we're always a continual improvement process. So as myself, as being a leader of this company, what are the next things that we can do for our customers? So they need flooring in their offices. So now we sell flooring, install flooring. They need full interior design. So now, eight years ago, we added on full interior design. So designing the feel, the space, the walls, the everything you could think of on the design side, as well as still manufacturing the office furniture. Then adding accessories and construction management. So now we're a one-stop shop for anything you could possibly need for your office environment. And now with COVID, we also added residential because where are people working now? All over the place. (laughs) So, And we have the services to be able to handle everything so now we can do it um, at home as well as in your corporate office. So it's all about continual improvement process on the business and myself personally, always learning new things and that's how I was able to buy the company because I learned every aspect of
1: the business while I was here. You know, I think that's a powerful lesson. Um, Constantly learning, right? Constantly growing, being able to, when you grow, when you stay at the, at learning the latest things that gives you the ability to ebb and flow with the changes, (laughs) as well as I think it's important as, as women entrepreneurs, you mentioned something at the very beginning, you looked at what what was the customer, right? Sometimes we look at our knowledge base and we think everybody needs this and this is how we're going to package it and tie a bow around it. But we don't always really stop and listen to what the customer needs. And for you, of course, it was listening and watching and and all of that. So I think that's a powerful lesson as well. I like that. It is. Now, now that you kind of mentioned some of the office trends being that, uh, you know, we're you've got this hybrid situation where sometimes some workers are completely remote. Some workers are half and half. Some workers are back in the office. It all depends on the company that you're working for and your, your relationship with them. But what are some of the, how are you finding different design trends that are working in the, in the workspace, but also in the home workspace? What are you noticing out there?
0: So what we've been noticing in the corporate um, side is that um, collaboration spaces and break rooms have been really important lately because before it used to be, oh, everybody needs head down, heads down space, as we call it. Like you need, you know, a quiet space to be able to, you know, do that detailed work. Well, people are doing that at home now. So if you need that heads down space, you can do that at home. When you're in the office, More companies are wanting, while you're in the office, to collaborate, have better break room spaces so you can have fun and remember we're all a team and laugh and, you know, be together, as well as collaboration spaces that maybe have a little bit more comfy furniture and promote um, inspiring communication and brainstorming ideas. And, you know, now more than ever, we need to always be looking for what else do we need to be doing in our companies? You know, this, I know COVID rocked everybody's world and, you know, people had to look at their businesses different, had to pivot, had to do all those kinds of things. We should be doing that all the time, not waiting for a crisis to happen. So having those collaboration spaces where your employees can get together and talk through like, hey, how could we do better communication? Or what are there some brainstorming ideas? Or you never know where an idea could come from to change your business. Like for instance, um, we had the idea. Well, I mean, when COVID hit, we shut down like three weeks. Nobody was in my 150,000 square foot building, no lights, no people, no manufacturing, literally the faucet just shut off. And we were like, what do we do? Oh my God. Nobody will let us into their space. And um, my CFO was at the doctor's office and saw the doctors with the face shields on and he had the idea and came back to us and was like, Hey, why can't we make these for the offices? And we're like, okay, I think we can. So my team, even though we were all displaced, got together via zoom, what can we do to get people back to the offices safely? And we came up with our safe space line um, that we in two weeks, my team did prototyping naming convention marketing pricing website and we're up and running with our first order the day that we launched and it was such an amazing like time for me and I'm so proud that my team could pull that off in two weeks I mean we were literally working 16 hour days for you know seven days straight and then you know slowed down a little bit after that but we pulled it off and we had so many orders and it changed our business. It brought all of our employees back and we were up and running and also helping the world get back to um, the office safely. And, and not just cause you, everybody saw people putting up plexiglass and people spend a lot of money and time on their beautiful offices. They don't want ugly, you know, things mm-hmm. just, let's two by four something up to the wall. And, you know, you're like, Oh my God, no. And um, so ours was more custom, really fit their office feel so that it was, it was a different way than just buying something on Amazon. It really focused on better design and making it still feel like a great place to work instead of a fearful place to work. When you have, you know, I heard literally a company put up shower curtains around their workstations. I'm like what are you doing to these poor employees? Like oh my gosh, that's like that's sad, you know. And it was yeah. um so yeah, but I'm super proud of my team, super super proud of my team that that we could pull this off and it really it
1: really helped our team
0: and helped a lot of companies get back to the office safely and making their space still look beautiful.
1: You know, I'm I'm so this this is so connected to what I do with my company, Your Best Mind, because I'm all about the brain and leadership and the brain and office and the brain and work. And, you know, it's all about the neuroscience of, of the application of, you know, neuroscience. And one of the things is putting your employees first and really thinking about what works for them. And you mentioned your employees and benefits to your clients, employees, Several times in the last set of statements that you made, you know, when you made the comment about the, the shower curtains, you were like, what are they doing to their employees, you know, and I just, I want to applaud you for that because it's so important that you keep them in mind when you are making any decision that is going to affect them and you're putting the importance on or, or highlighting, I should say, spotlighting how even the work space, I go in and I help people create brain-friendly workspaces in their offices that, that are not stunting the creative process or causing more stress through colors. And in looking at everything that you're doing and hearing what you're doing, uh, from a neuroscience perspective, I love that. I love that.
0: That's exciting. I love that, too. I'm, I'm all about how the brain and the, the, effect on,
1: the, the effect your space has on your emotions. Oh, that's, that's beautiful, because that's so important. And it's something that for, you know, throughout the entire industrial revolution, up until a couple of years or a couple of decades ago, never even came into most companies' thought processes, right? It was what's functional. Everything was functional, functional. <laughs> right? So that's yeah. thinking about it <laughs> from that point of view of what's what's going to, because the brain cannot, if the brain is stressed or the brain is stunted, it can't function optimally, so you not only have unhappy employees or unhappy workers but you also are you know you're stunting their ability to to perform at their best so i've got to ask you this leads right into the next question that we were going to discuss is what's your company culture because you you like i said i heard several times you've thought put your employees first you put their their feelings into consideration you were able to bring everybody back which i can tell by the tone of your voice that was important for you that you were able to provide that. So you must have a dynamic culture in your company.
0: We try to. It's very, very, very important. Um, And we have a work hard, play hard atmosphere around here. Every day you'll hear laughter. Like, you have to have laughter. You have to have, like... Even if something's super stressful, we just had a meeting today, and we have a lot of moving parts right now. I mean, good good news is we got a lot of business. Woo-hoo! And now we're like, oh, we're short-staffed. We have more business we're than things. we have staff. Okay, yay. <laughs> um, so we had a meeting today about, like, okay, how do we get everybody's stress level down? What do we do? How can we brainstorm? And And one of my things was a reminder of, like, remember like we have to if we can control this let's do something about it if we can't control it let's laugh about it let's do something we have to and by the end of the meeting everybody was in you know laughing everybody left there with a smile and that's super important to us like team building um bonding times because sometimes people just need to remember like we're all just human You know, like, we're all a teammate. I know you're getting mad at that person because they didn't do, you know, they made a mistake or they did this, but we're we're all there. We're together. We can be a team and we can make it happen. And um, pre-COVID, and I know that we're getting, you know, back to it a little bit more, we had monthly um, team building. So every month we did one monthly uh, team building with the whole company. And then we also have what we call – because we're reeky interior, so everything in our place starts with an R. So we're like the R bar and the R lab and the, the you know, <laughs> so we would have an, um, an R happy hour so that we get together, play games, even if it's just for an hour, just laughter, fun, a little food, drinks and playing a game so that everybody can just get together. That has been huge for us and builds way good team building with my team. It's
1: awesome. And I love that because I'm going to jump into that brain hat again as a consultant with companies that when you can get the brain to have fun with each other, right? With other brains together, having fun, you're releasing oxytocin and oxytocin is not only a feel good hormone, it is a bonding hormone, right? So you're bonding your workers, which means when they're actually in the office, they're more tolerant of each other. They're more understanding of each other. That awesome work time is allowing them to get to know a little bit on the personal level which helps them to be more you know somebody comes in grumpy a lot of times they're like okay well we know what's going on and that's helpful that's helpful not that we want to be you know nosy nuts yeah. in our in, in in everybody's work but it's helpful to do that bonding and what you're literally doing is the brains are bonding through the production of oxytocin so again, I really applaud you for that because this is something that I try to get companies all the time. And there's still a lot that are kind of stuck in the old way of doing things thinking, you know, well, we give bonuses. That's how we, that's how we get our. our, our yeah, I know. And yeah, usually
0: if you watch those lists, that's not even the reason why people leave a company is for money. Yep. It's not about that. Yeah. It's not. You have to, I mean, you spend way too much time, your waking hours at work. You know, it, it better be enjoyable. Um, that is actually one thing that we're really good at. I've been doing for the last eight years. Like we only hire to our culture first, and we look at, mm-hmm. um, we look at our culture first, and if it's not a good fit culturally, um, then it, it's just not going to work for us. I don't care if they have great skill sets, if, you know, that's not going to work with our culture. We also use this software called Culture Index to match up the core qualities of a person to the core qualities that are needed for the job. And um, that's more important than their resume because the more you can get somebody's core qualities to match up to the core qualities of a job, then the jobs, they love their job. Yes. They, it's just, you know, it, it just fits better. And they're like, work, this is awesome. You know, cause 80% yeah. of their jobs should be matched up to their Core, you know, competencies, you know, I can teach somebody a skill. I can't teach yeah. somebody, you know, my core values. I can't teach some, you know, they either have it or they don't have it, you know?
1: Right. Right. And that yeah. is one of the, the, the money, the amount of money that it, it, if more corporations could wrap their brain around what you just said, they would make so much more money because the the bottom line would be so much greater because they would have greater employee retention. They wouldn't be spending the six months in training only to have that employee leave in a year. And then they have to retrain for that position all over again, because they're going to be willing to work a little bit harder. If their come, if their culture, if their internal culture matches their company and their skills match yeah, where okay. they need to. So I, is wonderful, and I wish larger companies, as a matter of fact, need that more. They tend to look at the big picture and, oh, that's just the cost of doing business, and in reality, it's not. It can be a blast. No, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love that. So I'm, I'm really enjoying this from the brain perspective. I'm going to have to have you on the Brain Lady Speaks uh, show because I think we can go into this. Oh, that
0: would be fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would be really fun. We can delve more into that. So why with, with, with what we've discussed and of course what your feelings are, back to your environment, right? The actual environment where the, the employees are working and hanging out, why is that it important that that environment matches the culture of your company?
0: So I think it's very important because it shows authenticity. So if you have a leader saying one thing and their space and what they do don't match what they're saying, um, it doesn't mesh right with inside the company. If they're saying, oh, they want collaboration, but they have no collaboration spaces, they want brainstorming and great ideas from employees, but all of their space is dull and non, you know, inspirational they might not know what's wrong or but they can feel that something's wrong, something's off on what the person is saying as the leader and the way things work within their company. The your space should match your culture as well as match how you want your people to work. You know, how the workflow is, the functionality the, the feel, I, I'm all about the feel of like, what does this space should it feel like? You know, if I have a tech company and I have everything that looks all homey, it's like, Oh, like it, it just doesn't match. Like something's off and it doesn't feel right. You know, or if you have, you know, a place where maybe people are, you know, take care of people and the space is sterile and cold and not warm and inviting you know people feel that right when they come into your space, and they might not understand what's wrong or or why it feels funny, but they can feel something's off if it doesn't match
1: yeah, there's a psychology there's absolutely a brain science proven psychology towards just colors, not just shapes but also colors, the colors in the brain, and what what emotions do certain colors stir in the brain and that kind of goes along with what you just said, you know, (laughs) you don't want to have colors that do not ignite the brain the way you want it ignited.
0: Exactly. Like I am a firm believer that your space should be the foundation to build your company, to reach your goals even at home too your space
1: mm-hmm. should be
0: what do you want what do you want your family life to be like what do you want your entertainment to be like what do you want time with your children or your spouse or your space can be that foundation to reach those family goals your space at work can be the foundation to reach your business goals like it's so important to start with that um, I, I just can't say it enough. Like if it could just, you know, be be the area that you need it to be, um, it's just amazing.
1: That's I, I love that. I love the way that you that you pull all everything together with the, the feel and the emotion because that's all connected to to the brain. Well, Melissa, it has been wonderful talking to you. I, I want to close up by asking if you have any one powerful piece of uh, advice that you would give women entrepreneurs as they are going down their road and building their, their empire. Um, What, what piece of advice would you give them? Um, I would definitely give them
0: advice of they're worth it. They can do it. Put themselves first because if they don't fill their own, What you call bank account, and I don't mean money, I mean um, your emotional bank account, your taking care of yourself bank account, really taking care of yourself and putting yourself first so that you can be there for your company. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you really can't be there for your company on the level that your company needs you to be there.
1: Mm Mhm. And that translates into success or lack thereof, right?
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Because (laughs) if you're not taking care of yourself then how can you be there for your employee who needs your help or for the customer or for the multitude of, of issues you're going to have? Just like I said earlier, I have more sales. Like, who yay, you know, that's a great thing. And then, oh that just created more problems. Right. (laughs) So you're going to have problems whether you don't have enough sales or you have too much sales or you don't have enough employees or this didn't come in in time or, you know, there's always going to be something. So you better be able to, you know, deal with that stress um, on a daily basis so that then you can, you know, become more successful. And ask for help. Don't forget to ask for help. Everybody needs help.
1: Good one. That's a good one. And you know what? That is particularly um, not that men don't fall into that, that situation as well, but women tend to have this mindset of, I can, I can do it all. I can do it. I'll just take care of it. Yeah. I'll just get it taken care of, right? You know, and it, it, I, I, where it, generationally, where that actually sits with, I don't know exactly, but uh, it's, it does not serve us well. It, it does not serve women well. No, it doesn't. I love that. I love that. Reach out. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for being on the Women Entrepreneur Show. And we will be reaching out to to do an interview and, on The Brain Lady Speaks and mix in some of this neuroscience because I, I, I love awesome. that. I love that. All right. Thank you very well, much. Thank you for- so much. Of course, for being on the show for everyone who wants to check out their website, it is riki.com so it's r i e k e dot com if you're listening. if not if you can go straight to the the show page for today's show and all of her her links are there. She also has provided us with her actually it looks like her personal email or well her personal business email straight to her so that's very um, kind of her. And then where you can connect on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm sure those are great places to connect to see different pictures of different things that she is creating her and her company are creating. And then of course, follow her on Twitter and LinkedIn. And all of those links are there on the show page. So wonderful, wonderful conversation with you today, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, once again, we have had a powerful, wonderful woman entrepreneur on the show who has been able to share some wisdom and the way that they developed, she developed her her business, her, her empire, if you will, and how she manages to keep it running. And I love, love, love that she laughs. There's lots of laughter. That does so much for their brain. Everybody who knows me as Brain Lady knows that one of my favorite quotes from any movie is from... Legally Blonde, where Elle Woods' defense for her client was exercise creates endorphins, endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't shoot their husbands. Well, guess what? Laughter. Laughter creates endorphins, and I, I love that. So if you want to be more involved with Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, please visit our website at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. This is women with a plural, everything's plural at Extraordinaire, extraordinaire.com You can have, for $25 a year, you can have your presence on that website cross-linked to your main website and just increase your SEO. So that gives you great exposure. If you have an idea, a thought, or or a, you're curious about a certain topic that you would like to cover, see covered on the Women Entrepreneurs Show, then shoot us an email at info at com. Perhaps you would like to be featured on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast or know of somebody that you think should be featured on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast, then reach out to Kelly Cooper. She is our liaison for all things Women Entrepreneurs, and that is K-E-L-L-I, Kelly, at com. Follow our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram, and we will Enjoy connecting. So until next week, I always like to tell everybody, simply enjoy every moment.